Coming up in this episode of Finding Common Ground. All voices matter. That's what we really care about here is making sure that everybody feels like they do have a voice and that they can be a connection. You know, a part of my life's work, I realize, is helping children and families. And so, you know, I've been very blessed to be in positions that has uh, that have afforded me to do that. There are two sides to every coin. How do we deal with racial issues when they affect relationships? Finding common ground on all those issues that we come against. There's black and there's white. And I think as Christians, we have to learn how to get together because we're not in heaven. I've met more interesting people just by God just bringing them in. Republicans and Democrats. But a lot of times when it comes to race and it comes to culture and it comes to perception, even as Christians, we don't always understand. We look at it through our lenses. There's Bill. I grew up in a suburb of Cleveland called Parma. Uh, Any black the, people in Parma? There was not one. Not one black person, not Bill? Not one. Come not on, Bill, one. you got to have one, a nope. token black person, a token. And there's Odell. I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, public housing, single mom, divorced single mom with four kids, and I came up through segregation and all that kind of stuff. If a black person drove through the town, the police would stop and escort them out. Bill and Odell are finding common ground. A part of what we have to do is listen to each other, find the common ground, and question, not questioning you like you're on a witness stand, but questioning you for a better understanding. Dear Heavenly Father, just thank you for this Friday. Thank you for folks that dedicate their life to uh, youth and helping them become resilient, helping them have positive experiences that helps reduce adverse childhood experiences. Lord, uh, we thank you for these folks that are on the podcast today, and uh, we lift them up as they go about their work in helping the youth of America. Amen. Lord, thank you for allowing me to wake up this morning and have breath in my lungs and sun on my face and allowing me to get together with some great people to make a difference in our community and our state and make a difference to our youth around our country. Amen. We're very thankful for such a blessed day. We thank you for all of our wonderful colleagues on the call. And and we just ask that this be a blessed conversation and we know that it will. And we thank you for all of the partners that we have across the state to help us build safe and positive childhoods for families. Amen. Amen. So Bill, Odell's not with us again today. And Right. I had to step in and, uh, and next sit in the big seat. And Monday, you're doing it solo. I am. I yeah, am. It's yeah. going to be a good one. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be a good one, right? Yeah. I, it's, it's some pretty big shoes to fill sitting here in yeah. Odell's spot. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. You know, but I really appreciate you guys allowing me the opportunity to come here and talk to your audience about the youth of North Carolina and our upcoming Youth Resilience Summit, which is November 16th. It's going to be at NC State University. And we have some fantastic presenters and guests coming in to speak. It's going to be a great event, very diverse programming and networking opportunity for anybody that works with youth, that cares about youth, or volunteers with youth. And you know, today, we have Lamisha mm-hmm. from Prevent Child Abuse North Carolina, and she's going to talk to us about connections that matter. Okay. And I think two things before we get into this, the subjects that are going to be, some of the subjects that are going to be covered at the summit are trauma-informed leadership, suicide prevention, 
how connections matter. We're going to talk about that today. Identify youth going down the wrong path, internet crimes and social media. So there's a pretty broad spectrum of subjects. So as you can go into your breakout session, you can pick and choose what you want. And that's one thing. The second thing is for folks that don't know who Jim is, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself and what your job is? Oh, well, I used to work as a professional with the Boy Scouts for America, but now I'm the director of Youth in North Carolina. And we're a small grassroots nonprofit that helps to minimize adverse childhood experiences around the state and build resilience in our youth. You know, Bill, we know that connections matter. I mean, you're a businessman. You know, you've been on the school board. You know, you've done great things in your community. Wouldn't you agree that connections matter? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's so important that you develop relationships and mentor people, you know, help people out when they need something. You know, this morning I was at Randolph Community College and they had a need for some uh, heating and air conditioning certification. Well, my company doesn't do that, but I gave them two names of people that do. And that's just networking, helping them. And uh, we had a guy on the show one time called Go-Givers. It's a good book. He has a series of books. And he talks about giving to people as opposed to getting from people. And he has found that when you give, you get. You don't even have to ask. It just works. So with that, let's go into our guest and uh, talk about uh, Connection Matters. So today our guest is Lamisha Stanton. Uh, she works for Prevent Child Abuse North Carolina. You know, previously, she worked at Smart Start in Guilford County, great organization. But now she's, you know, now she's with Prevent Child Abuse North Carolina, which is a partner with our organization, Youth of North Carolina, and will be a presenter at the Youth Resilience Summit. So, Lamisha, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for coming in and speaking to us today. Thank you so much, Jim and Bill. So glad, so glad to be here this morning, and um, we're so thankful that you invited us to come on the podcast today. So, who do you have with you? You're not alone today. Absolutely, I've got uh, Miss Ashley Cooper from our Prevent Child Abuse North Carolina team, and I'll let her introduce herself. Uh, thank you, Lamisha, and thank you, Bill and Jim, for inviting us to be here today. I'm so excited to be here and talk about how important connections are. I am a communications associate with Prevent Child Abuse North Carolina, so we focus on Connections Matter. We focus on going upstream and making sure that um, families and children are supported across our state. And we're just excited to share with everybody listening how you can be a connection in your community. Ashley, I'll start with you. Um, you're the support person, right? You're the backbone that will help Lanisha in this program that she's going to be presenting at the Youth Resilience Summit on November 16th. So you're the backbone there. So what what services do you provide to make this a better experience? So we have a lot of different trainings with Connections Matter. We have different variations of it. So shorter presentations, longer presentations, more in depth. We have different activities and events that we do. So I am helping Lamisha present our one hour training or 45 minute training with lots of activities that create discussion for the audience members to get involved and learn how they can be a connection. I'm helping Lamisha with um, just presenting the information, having discussions with the people, get people involved in those discussions and being able to walk away with steps at what they can do in their own communities to start being connections with people. Actually, that, that is great. So if I was to ask you what kind of activities these people are going to be doing, the Youth Resilience Summit is different than any other conference that you've been to. Mm -hmm. It's it's nonstop action from 830 in the morning until 130. So we're hoping that people will come in, they'll get pumped about making a difference in their community, making a difference with the people that they work with. So what are some of the activities that you're going to be 
providing them? Some of them will, will include, we have a couple of fun videos that we're going to show and get people's reactions to, and they'll have time to come up and talk about what those videos mean to them, what kind of emotions they sparked. A little um, time for people to get in groups, talk about things and that they've experienced or things that they have seen other people experienced before, talk about how those have affected people. We'll have little call-out activities where we'll show images and say, what does this image mean to you? What type of emotion do you think this evokes? What do you think this child in this image has has experienced? And then we'll talk about ways that we can mitigate those things and how connections, what connections we can make with our school systems, with people in our communities, our faith communities, our parents, our teachers, all across the communities. We'll brainstorm ways that we can come together and conduct those connections. So it will be a fun time of like getting to know the people in the room. You get to know who you're with and you'll come up with activities that you can do and different engagement things you can do to build connections, whether that's going out with coffee with somebody or volunteering at a school. You'll leave with takeaway things and action items you can do to start being connections. So, Lamisha, I'm going to switch over to you because you are the expert. You know, you're the one that you know people are coming to to see and hear from. You know, what brought you to be part of this work community? What brought you to not necessarily, you know, prevent child abuse, North Carolina, but what made you want to make a difference in people's lives? Well, I tell you, you know, being a person that I just love to serve. I love to wherever I am, wherever I have the opportunity to sit or what, no matter what table I'm at, I just want to be a vessel. And I think that, you know, a part of my life's work, I realize is helping children and families. And so, you know, I've been very blessed to be in positions that has uh, that have afforded me to do that. You know, if I'm, you know, serving in the community, you know, if it's, you know, with programs I'm involved with personally or even in my professional life, even here in Guilford County, I was blessed to be able to serve this community for several years. But then also I realized that it was time for me to take that and I wanted to serve the state. And I'm just so grateful to have that opportunity to serve alongside Ashley, who's also from Eastern North Carolina, where I'm originally from. You know, we were able to take our experiences built being from smaller communities, you know, to, you know, where she is in Wake County, where I am here in Guilford, you know, and bring all of that with us to our individual communities. And so we realize even in our own life experiences, how much connections matter to us you know, and how much it meant to our own families to be able to reach out to people and say, hey, we need help. You know, we need assistance. We might need help with food or we might need help with something where we can turn back and help someone else in our community. And so being able to now be in positions where we're able to do that same thing for others is, you know, we just counted a blessing and an honor to be at PCANC and that no matter where life takes us, we'll be able to take that same joy and spirit and gifts with us. So you went from working in Guilford County, one county, mm-hmm. and you wanted to expand and mm-hmm. serve the state. Can mm-hmm. you tell me a little bit more about a time when you felt that you really made an impact in somebody's life? Well, I'll tell you, I think about here locally when we were able to put on several family resource fairs through experiences like that. I've always felt that it is so impactful when you can take programs in the community and bring them to one place and then invite families there. That is important. 
because families have concerns with transportation. They may not always be able to get to the health department or go to, you know, United Way or different programs. But if we can bring those programs together, no matter what community you live in, and what I found is that, you know, our local nonprofits, agencies, local government programs, they are always willing to serve and always willing to come around and say, hey, what can we do to serve? Everyone's always looking for opportunities to do outreach and community engagement. And so I found that doing activities like that here in Guilford, we have a, um, a program called Guilford Parent Academy, for example, through our Guilford County school system that, you know, allows, you know, offers homework help, just something simple for a family. Or we have programs through our Guilford County Department of Health and Human Services, for example, that has a program that services mothers who may not have access to health care. And so they take that and they're able to then serve those families, make sure they get adequate prenatal care. And we know those types of services are being offered all across North Carolina. And so being able to bring those resources directly to families and invite the families to that type of village is so, so vital. And I think both Ashley and I have found that out through our experiences over the past several years. So let me ask a question. The connection matters. Are you familiar with Other Voices that is in Greensboro? I have heard of Other Voices. Yeah, I went through it with my my wife, went through another class. And, you know, when I heard Other Voices, what does that mean? What does Other Voices mean? Well, what it is, you're hearing someone else's voice. Mm -hmm. They're the other voice. And I have a voice. You have a voice. Jim does. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ashley does. And But our lenses are all different. And, yes. and it just allows you to communicate your lens to me. And mm -hmm. hopefully I have a platform that is compassionate enough that will listen to you mm -hmm. and be empathetic to where your lens is. And mm -hmm. not necessarily that I want to change your lens, but mm -hmm. I want to understand it. And connections matters. Is it, is it in the same vein? It is. And I think I'll let Ashley definitely come in and, and hit on any points that I may be missing. But it definitely talks about, you know, one of the things that she mentioned earlier I wanted to highlight is where we're talking about primary prevention of child abuse and neglect is that from our stance is we're looking at the prevention of child abuse and neglect from an upstream approach. And in doing so, it takes all of our voices together to do that, to provide those protective barriers to child abuse and neglect from everybody in our community. Um, we know everyone in North Carolina is a mandated reporter for child abuse and neglect, but we also like to say, you know, mandated supporter. We need to build and have others in our communities, those other voices joining together on one common goal and remembering that we want to have healthy, happy childhoods for every child in our state and communities, no matter where they live. Ashley, did you want to hit on anything I might have missed there? Yeah, I was just going to say, you see it on our backgrounds up here, but we focus on nurturing positive childhoods that prevent child abuse in North Carolina. And one thing that we like to say is that we all have a stake in nurturing positive childhoods. So that brings everybody together across the state. It doesn't matter where you come from, doesn't matter where you live, what you've experienced, anything. Everybody can nurture in positive childhoods and anybody can be a connection. Doesn't matter if you are 85 or 15, you can go volunteer somewhere. You can reach out to a family that you know to say, hey, can I support you? Can I just meet with you to talk about you? Can I be a shoulder to lean on? Can I help you point you to the right direction of a resource that I might know about? 
any of us can do that. You don't have to be expert at anything. All voices matter. That's what we really care about here is making sure that everybody feels like they do have a voice and that they can be a connection. Lanisha, um, is there a particular person or a story in your life that was a, a total mind shift for you being involved in what you do for a living? I would say um, I have to go back to my roots um, in Kenston, North Carolina. My family, that is truly at the core of my life. Um <laughs> That something that my mother told me at a young age that my grandmother told her when I was born, because I was born with some health challenges, was that Lamisha was born to help people. And that has stuck with me throughout my life. And I realized that through health challenges that I experienced, I was blessed to survive them. And I feel that I, because I do have that lead of help people be a vessel, you know, be a blessing, no matter where you are, serve, give, take time for you too, but to give. And um, that has truly helped to guide me in what I do every day. So born to help people, what a blessing. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel knowing that you have a calling? It is an honor. I'm just truly just blessed. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a person that feels that I've got to be in the spotlight and it's all about me. I'm, I've never been that type of person. I'm blessed to have opportunities to to share, but I really find joy in serving, being behind the scenes also, just being able to serve. And, you know, I realize that's my that's my life's goal and, it, and it's, I just find so much joy in it. It's an honor. Well, it's an honor to have you with us and joining us today. Amen. I'll, I'll second you. Very good. You know, I'm really excited to offer your program at the Youth Resilience Summit, which is on November 16th. And people can get more information at youthofnc.org. It's going to be at NC State University this year. We're so excited to have it hosted. It's such a fantastic university. You know, we're expecting mm -hmm. hundreds of people to participate. Awesome. And I, I'm really excited that they're going to be able to take your program and have takeaways that they can implement the next mm -hmm. day. And not that I'm looking for you to give out all the secrets of what the, the program is <laughs> about today, but can you please, you know, maybe describe to us one thing that people will be able to walk away with and use and implement where they, they volunteer, where they work the very next day? Well, again, like Ashley said, one of the activities that we look at is community, family, and friends. In each of those areas, we ask them, what is one thing as a result of our presentation or in talking about connections matter and how your voice matters, what you do matters? What is one thing you can take back to each of those three sectors to be a connection? That's one of Ashley and I's one of our favorite activities that we do because we get to hear no matter where that person may work or what they do in life. We realize as your program is called Common Ground, we all have a common ground and a common goal of serving and we want to make sure our children and families have the best the best start at life and have the best life possible so that they can grow and then reach back and give that's what i would say ashley did you have any any other thoughts as well to to share about that i would just say one thing that people will i hope that they really will take away from this is that your connections act as a buffer to people who might have experienced adverse childhood experiences trauma not good experiences in the past, changing the mindset and making sure that you can be a connection for somebody can change the path of somebody's life tremendously. No matter what they've experienced, those connections 
you be stepping up to be a part of somebody's life, you stepping up to provide somebody with the right resource to get, to get them food, you stepping up to do these things changes the trajectory of people's lives. That's the main takeaway is that it changes people's brains. Babies' brains develop 80% in the first three years of their lives. So if we can step in and be a connection for somebody who might have experienced a traumatic experience and we can step mm -hmm. in and start being a positive connection in their lives, their lives are changed forever. So that's yeah. one of the things that I think people take away the most from this presentation. Now, why mm -hmm. is that? Why is that? Why is that? They'll go to the presentation, they'll get the information on, you know, the connections matter. And why is that important to where they serve in their community, whether it's through work or volunteering? I would say because we all want safer community for everybody to grow up in and to live in. We all want to feel safe. We all want to have somewhere that people are, they like where they live. There's less violence. There's less just substance abuse, all of the things that can be negative, we want those things to be positive. If you find out you could be a part in making that happen, I think that changes the community for everybody. It changes it so that we all step up and say, we can, we all have a part in making this community better. Let me do my part. At the early age, help these children and help families. And then our community is better altogether. Yes. And sometimes, and that was awesome, Ashley, you're absolutely right. And sometimes we will do presentations that will go out in the community and people will say, you know, well, what can I do? What can I do to prevent child abuse? And, you know, we tell them, you know, everyday actions, you can listen to a story, spending quality time with people, sharing a resource, getting to know a new neighbor that's moved into the community, helping out a stressed parent. There are always different, various things. And what we find is, we're all doing this every day. You just don't realize when we when we do this training, folks walk away and they say, hmm, well, I, I have kind of been doing some of these things. And we're like, yeah, you are. It's just now we just have a curriculum. We have a presentation that talks more about that. But they walk away saying, oh, hey, OK, I am doing that. I am checking in on my family or sending a text message on mentoring a child. I'm a mentor. You know, those are always great things that we can do to help build positive childhoods. And, and if people want to learn more about it, where can they find that? What website would they go to? They could definitely come to the Youth Resilience Summit on November 16th. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And there's plenty of information on that at youthofnc.org. Okay, good. And, yes. how about, and how about prevent child abuse? Yes. So definitely join us at the summit on November 16th. We're so excited about it. But definitely visit our website, preventchildabusenc.org. Ashley does a lot of that work with social media and all of that. So I'll let her talk more about that. But I did want to mention on our website, when you get there, be sure to click on Connections Matter NC. And when you get there, we already have some free resources and tools that you can utilize. Um, anyone can use those tools. They are downloadable. You can download them today and start using them, sharing them out. And we have that ready for you. And Ashley, did you want to mention anything else we have? I think you covered it. I think the main place to start would be going to our website. Connections Matter is right there at the top. And we have a whole web page dedicated to this um, important curriculum. And there's lots of resources. There are stories up there. Like Lamisha mentioned, there's toolkits on how to use information and talk about it to your audiences. There is just more information about Connections Matter. There's handouts, printouts, downloadable white pages that give you a quick mm -hmm. overview. Just lots of resources. And then also our social medias is Prevent Child Abuse North Carolina. And we talk about Connections Matter up there all the time as well. Very good. Thank you. And I assume you folks go to community events and talk about this as well? Yes. 
So Absolutely. They, they can get in touch with you if they want mm-hmm. someone in North Carolina. I don't think you want to go to California unless they're paying. <laughs> <laughs> or just call us up and, uh, you know, we can submit it to our leadership and, and see what happens from there. But, yeah, yeah. we're definitely um, glad to cross the state. Yeah, definitely reach out to us. We'd be glad to support you. Okay, very good. Jim? So I hope that people come out and see you at the yeah. Resilience Summit on November 16th. Bill, it's at NC State University, but, but but you don't have to come to you know, Raleigh, North Carolina to participate. You could also participate virtually through mm. youthofnc.org. You can register there and you will be able to participate in all the programs virtually. The cost is minimal, only $20 to participate virtually. You don't get lunch. If you come in person, you get breakfast and lunch. It's you know well worth the, you know, the attending. And you get to you know meet our great guest today in person. I want to mm-hmm. thank Lamisha and Ashley for being on the podcast yes, today. Did a great job. This is, is this thank your you. first time doing podcast? It is. Yes, it is. Well, you wouldn't know it. You guys did a great <laughs> job. You did a great job. Thank, thank you. you, guys. We appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have the best in class doing Amen. The work that we're Amen. doing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Well, thank you for being on the show. And uh, I'll tell you what, we'll give you each uh, a last word if you want to say something. Well, um, thank you again to both you, Bill and Jim, for allowing us to serve today and to be able to come on podcast for the first time. I will say we were a little nervous, but, you know, I'm just so thankful that um, you gave us this opportunity. We are so thankful to the work that you do at Youth of North Carolina and excited for the conference forthcoming at NC State. Hope you guys will come out, join us and and just learn from so many wonderful people. We're just so very grateful for this opportunity. Yep. And I will second that. I'm so excited that we were able to do this today. I'm looking forward to everybody that's coming to the summit to meet you guys. I can't wait for that. That's one of my favorite things to do is meet everybody else that's doing the incredible work. And I just want to encourage people to continue to do the work that you're doing and learn Mm -hmm. how you can be a connection because we can continue to make North Carolina a great state for our children and our families. Amen. Amen. Amen Well said. Well said. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. They did a a great job. They kept the main thing, the main thing. And I just want to remind everybody, it only takes one loving, caring adult to make Mm -hmm. a difference in a child's life. Come to the Youth Resilience Summit on November 16th. More information at youthofnc.org. Okay, and that's a wrap. Find Bill and Odell online at thecommonground.show. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. All rights reserved. This podcast is brought to you by Yes Weekly, the triad's largest circulated and best read weekly magazine. You can also find us online at yesweekly.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes Weekly, your trusted news leader for local arts, entertainment, music, food, and more for nearly 18 years. Whether you're a big, medium, or small business, managing and growing the bottom line is important. Focus CFO brings the experience and financial acumen of a Fortune 100 chief financial officer to your company at a fraction of the cost. PL help, internal reporting processes, or any business transitions or events. Focus CFO will help you and your team have a CFO in your company's back pocket. Focus CFO. Learn more at focuscfo.com.